What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome back, All the Smoke LA edition. Uh, we're at the top of LA, as you guys can see, with the one and only Michael Rubin. Thank you for having us in What's your home. On? Good to be here. We appreciate it. Um, understand you literally just got back from Paris. Uh, what were you doing out there? Went out to see Victor, which is uh, one big dude. <laughs> yeah. One impressive guy. Right. Was there for two days. We actually visited our lid stores, our PSG stores, our NBA store. Spent good time with Victor, went to one of his games. Got to be there when he saw what team he was going to play for. Normally, we wouldn't just assume mm-hmm. that when someone gets uh, the lot, first lottery pick, they're right. automatically going to be there. But I think it's pretty safe to say he's going to yeah. be a spur. But you also share with me that he's a lot deeper than, than meets the eye and, and, a, and a lot more mature for his age. Speak to me what, you know, what you're telling me off camera. Yeah, I, I, I was blown away. Like, to see a 19-year-old kid who was just so intelligent, um, was talking to me about not only what he's going to do on the court and what he, he believes in from a basketball perspective, but how he goes home and he's, he wants to write books and he wants to be an artist and he's designing apparel products that we're going to make together and he's thinking about what he's going to do in trading cards with us. I mean, this was a deep and thoughtful individual, amazing family, uh, great parents. Um, I'll tell you what, if I were a basketball team and getting him, not only would I be excited about uh, his incredible athletic skills, but I'd be like, this is somebody I want to build my entire business, business around. Yeah, the business sure. side. And, and, and that's where you excel at. Uh, obviously, a ton of business questions, but we kind of want to start, you know, where you started as a child. Uh, just growing up a fan of, of the Sixers and then uh, the dream come true when you were able to actually be a part owner of the Sixers. Talk to us about that process. Yeah, well, for me, um, I was really like one of the most awful students known to mankind. 
Actually, people don't believe me. I was telling people at lunch, I actually got a 780 on my CTs combined. It's very hard to get a 780 combined. Combined, yeah. yeah. That was after 670 the first time. That ain't time. hard. Huh? So it, it was, it was you, bad. You in the same gang? Not even close to him. Yeah. So way lower. You didn't get lower than the 670. I just, got, I just got my name right. That's 400, by the way. That's 400 for that's your name it. right. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, Nothing you got to get something right. So, so look, I was a terrible student. I was um, as athletic as you guys are. I'm the most unathletic person in planet Earth. And so I was always good at one thing, which was business. So I always loved business. And so I grew up a fan of sports, obviously. And so the Sixers were my team as a kid. So getting a chance to, you know, kind of just be a part owner and pretty, you know, involved in a team that I grew up with being a fan, it was super special, mm -hmm. super special. Um, obviously, you came in 10 years ago. You just gave up your share. Was that last year? Yeah. So talk to us just about what that journey was as a owner. You know, you were right in the mix of the process and getting Joel and, and having Ben and, and having Jimmy come through and now having James come through and Doc and Doc's gone now. What was the process like of just being an owner? Obviously a fan, but did it almost, not a business, but it is a business at the same time. Well, it certainly took any fun out of it. Mm. That's for sure. But the thing is, you just want to win so badly. And look, if you look back and say, um, you know, we were at it, I was part of it for 10 years. We didn't win shit. So you can't look at it and say, we've been successful. I mean, mm -hmm. we've had a perennial, you know, kind of second seed playoff team. And to me, if you're not winning championships, you ain't doing shit. And so I look back and say, um, team hasn't succeeded yet, uh, but I'm, I'm still helping. I'm still involved. Um, you know, I think everyone knows, you know, Joe's family to me, James' family to me, you know, Josh Harris, David Blitzer, you know, really important guys to me, family to me. So I want to do everything I can to help them. But I'll say, you know, over the 10 years, I learned a ton. Um, I think it helped me develop. We made lots of mistakes. Uh, you got to learn and grow from those mistakes. Um, but most importantly, I think it's got, you know, the organization, we're more motivated than ever to say, how do you get championships to Philadelphia? Because that's the only reason you own a team. Like, you got to win championships. Especially in that city. That city, that, that fan base is very intelligent, but they don't put up bullshit. Like, they're... Four. Philly has great sports fans. There are not a lot of cities that has just fans that are so passionate mm -hmm. the way Philly fans are. They're amazing fans. You know what? They have high expectations, and they should. And so, you know, when we, you know, got bounced in the second round of the playoffs, they were rightfully disappointed. No, mm -hmm. you know, we, we were winning, playing for a championship. How happy, obviously, Joel being family to you, to, to, to finally see him get over that MVP hump. Could have obviously won it in, in previous years, but this was his first year. Uh, how important was that to him, but also you as, you know, being someone who's close with him? Look, I think it was a real accomplishment, but at the end of the day, he would trade it for a championship in, you know, one second flat. And so, you know, I think it's a nice to do, but I'm not, you know, to me, you know, the only trophy that matters is the, the, the chip for the big mm -hmm. one. Yeah, so. You know, look, obviously I'm super happy for him. I love him. I think he's super happy. But, if, you know, if you ask him, you know, he wanted a championship trophy. That's He wanted, you know, he wanted two trophies this year, not mm, one. I hear that. Um, kind of the future, not necessarily up in the air, but, you know, whether we'll see James back. Um, what are your thoughts, you know, being close to the situation, close to him, um, still kind of helping out? Um, you know, there was words that him and Doc didn't necessarily get along. Doc is not returning. Are, the, are, you, are you guys hopeful that uh, James will be a sixer next year? Look, I think it's a little unfair for me to speak on, you know, James' personal situation. What I'd say is, um, you know, I think James um, has done everything he can to help Philadelphia win. I think you've seen him adapt the way he plays basketball. It's, look, you guys could tell me better, and I didn't understand this. I think a lot of people don't get it. Great basketball players don't, a lot of times they don't work together. And so what you got to do is you got to find people who are each committed to um, how do we each adapt our play to win together. Sacrifice. I think, yeah, and I think, you know, both Joe and James made a lot of sacrifices, and that makes me actually proud. I've seen, like, James develop a lot in his willingness and, like, no, I'm here to win championships. I'm not, this isn't about, you know, what, what numbers I put up. It's about how I can help the team to win championships. So I think, um, you know, obviously... I'm hopeful that everything works out, but I just think that I'll talk about just about anything, but I don't want, you know, with, with, with this coming Inspectuate. up, this, problem, this is one you. thing I think would be unfair yeah. for you to talk on. And I, and I just, just think uh, as a fan of James, he's been put in a tough situation because he heard, okay, well, you put up a great, amazing numbers, MVP, but you can't win that way. Now you come to a team and you adapt your game and now you're a 20 and 10 point guard and, oh, have you lost it? You know what I mean? So I think he kind of gets stuck in the middle sometimes. Like, I haven't lost it, but again, I'm sacrificing for the betterment of our club. By the way, you're right. 
And I agree with you. And I think you saw what James was capable of in the first game and the the fourth game when he had, you know, mm-hmm. you know, James numbers when he was the only superstar in mm-hmm. or not the only superstar. That's that's wrong actually. When he was, you know, the number one superstar in Houston. So I think James still has incredible talents. Um and um, you know, he's I'll tell you one thing. It's interesting when you get to really know people, know like how do they just, there are a lot of basketball players who don't really give a shit, mm-hmm. okay? You guys know that. The people, you see like who just really, really wants to win and who like sort of wants to win and who doesn't give a shit. And I've seen all three. Uh, James is dying to win championships and he gets a bad rap, you know? Like the guy goes to Vegas to decompress for a day and it's like, he should. Like different people decompress in different ways. And so, um, you know, I'm a, you know, Outside of him being a brother to me, I'm a real, you know, fan of his and mm-hmm. think, you know, he's, you know, he's still incredibly skilled. Mm-hmm. What's the day in a, a day in a life like for you? I've never worked hard in my life. I've never had more fun doing it. Um, normal day for me, I'm just, you know, yesterday I woke up, I went, to, I, I left Sunday night after a very, the first time I actually broke electronics in my house during the Sixers. I refused. I thought I did the right thing by, for the first time in my life, not going to the games at the Garden. Because the Garden, I think that, you, I saw something, it was a Magic's documentary, someone's where they said the floor is jinxed. I actually, was, <laughs> where there were like monsters or ghosts in the floor. I actually think I sort of believed that. So I said, I'm, this is going to be the first year I'm not going to go. And when we won the first game there, um, I was like super excited. Then when we won game Five there, I'm like, I'm definitely not going to game seven. Obviously, it wasn't me because, because we did not have a very good game. But I, I, I um, Sunday afternoon, I um, threw the remote as hard as I could into the TV. Some things kind of broke. And then my three-year-old said, Daddy, why did you throw the remote? And uh, I tried to talk myself out of that. It didn't go so well. I, said, I was not very happy with uh, what was on TV right mm-hmm. now. Uh, but that's not what you should do. But anyway, I got on the plane, went to Paris, uh, had two great days of... Uh, meetings there and then flew right back to LA. And that's like kind of normal for me. I mean, I'm always grinding. Like, look, I got the greatest job of the world. It's a blast. I get to work with, you know, the best athletes in the planet, the best, you know, we're around culture. I get to, um, you know, learn and grow every day. I mean, I just got done. You guys, you know, two hours ago, we just had an incredible lunch. I just had the four top uh, quarterbacks um, that were drafted this year. So we had Bryce Young, CJ, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis together with Tom Brady, you know, came all the way out to spend time with them and Travis Scott talking about how to build your business Mm. off the field. And it's so fun for me to just like listen to the conversation, learn from the conversation. I mean, by the way, you listen to each it, you, everyone knows about Tommy because, I mean, everything you think about him and more is true about mm-hmm. just how smart and focused and how he just outworked everybody. But then people don't know about Trav. People think of Trav as an as a artist and a rapper. I think about him he's as a, a business person. business guy. Yeah, he, he's a huge business guy. And, like, we're always learning for, from each other. So, you know, for me, you know, that's like a day in my life which just being around really smart people, learning from each other, having fun. But I'm doing it, you know, I mean, I slept four hours yesterday. Mm. Um, I'm, oh, like, my throat hurts right now because I haven't slept for a couple of days. And it's just like, that's just who I am, but I love it. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm lucky to do it. You said something interesting, though, because you said you had all the young quarterbacks here, and, and, and some, but you said to learn from them. And I think that's something as, you know, as we get older, sometimes we kind of have our ways. And especially with the job situation in particular, like learning this younger generation's point of view, I feel like is so important. And, and I feel like sometimes when we get older, we get disconnected. And I have teenage boys that kind of keep me in the loop, but uh, elaborate on that. Yeah, well, well, first of all, being that I've said that I got a 780 combined on my SATs the second time, 670 the first time. I, by the way, I don't believe that you got a 400 because 400 is name only. So you definitely, <laughs> if you just closed your eyes and did multiple choice, you probably would have beat, you probably would have been in between my 670 and 780. <laughs> we got to go back and check SAT scores to SAT scores. I'm, my money is on that you were the better performer on the SATs. But look, I love having diversity of backgrounds around me. So for me, that's the way I learn. Like, I'm a sponge. I'm always asking questions. I'm always learning from people. And if, it's funny, if you, just, if you listen to this conversation, it's like everyone's asking each other's questions. And that is how, like, my company, I've been at Fanatics for 12 years, but like, I just watched the movie Air this weekend, which, by the way, was pretty inspirational for me to watch that movie. I'm like, okay, Phil's in his 80s now. Mm-hmm. I'm 50. Like, think what I could do with fanatics over the next 35 years if you look at, like, kind of where Nike is. So, to me, having young people around, they, it's, it's great because it's, it, it's, I can learn from them. They can learn from us. And that's exactly what happened today. Mm-hmm. It was amazing just to watch. And obviously, look, nothing's better than having Tom Brady 
sit with the four top quarterbacks in this year's draft and give them so many great lessons. And mm -hmm. these guys were just sitting there like, you know, <laughs> right. mouths open. I mean, it was kind of amazing, you know, just to listen to the conversation. But then, you know, Tom's picking things up and Travis picking things up and we're kind of all learning from each other. And that's, you know, that's what, you know, I think that's the type of personality everybody was at the table. People just want to keep growing. And, you know, we're never satisfied. By the way, we talked about that. Like, you know, Tom, you know, like everyone's mentality is we haven't done shit yet. Like, I don't feel like I've done shit yet. I don't think Tom feels that like he's done shit yet. He's not sitting here, you know, celebrating the seven Super Bowls. He's mm -hmm. one. He's saying like, you know, what am I doing next? What's next? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially if you can walk straight from football to 300 million in Fox. <laughs> uh, any hobbies? Uh, working. That's it. I love it. But, you know, to me, like, listen, is this, I mean, is this work or is this fun? Right. I mean, I'm having a great right. time with you guys, you know? It's having this lunch I just had work or is it fun? Like, I'm, you know, I'm 24-7. Actually, um, my team was just talking to me yesterday about um, I'm doing a, 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 a day on a, a show coming up uh, later this fall on a TV show. And um, they were, they wanted to shoot some stuff at my house next week. And they were try, trying to get into personal stuff. Like, but I want this to be authentic. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, like my life is basically work. Like I'm always, I'm hustling, I'm grinding. It's, it's what I, but it's what I love to do. And I don't, mm -hmm. I'm not embarrassed. You don't look at it. it as work. I don't look at it as work. Um, so um, what are my hobbies? I mean, I love sports, but I don't know. When, mm -hmm. I, go, when, when I go, I don't, I don't see a game through the lens of fun. I see a game. By the way, the most enjoyable basketball game I've been to in the last 10 years was Victor's game two nights ago. Mm. That was peaceful. I just wanted to root for him to do well. And mm -hmm. by the way, they happened to win. It was the last game of the season. But like, you know, I'm always rooting for the players we're behind, the teams I'm behind, the outcomes that are best for business. Um, so, I mean, sports is work for me, um, mm -hmm. but it's fun. It's fun right. work. Mm -hmm. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrands, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. 
For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Legendary parties you have. How did, how did that start? I mean, we have some groupies on our staff that's been talking about your parties for the last couple of days. That's dying yeah. to get to your parties. Well, you know what? I've actually figured out, like, if this fanatics thing doesn't work out, I think I, I could be a good party Oh, uh, man, you kidding like, me? Yeah, like, I think I already I'd be got a- the white suit in the closet, so just let us know what, you know, yeah. what's happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know what it really comes from? I love bringing people from different backgrounds together, mm-hmm. and that's something I enjoy doing. Whether it's this lunch we just talked about, whether it's my Super Bowl party, whether it's the white party, for me, it's a great time to... It's like, I just, I enjoy bringing people from different backgrounds together. And by the way, I benefit from them because I'm always learning from yes. people there. And so um, that's really, really where it started. We started with our Super Bowl party and, um, you know, our Super Bowl party, by the way, this was like this year's Super Bowl party. I was like, when I had many of the owners of the football teams come up and tell me this is better than the game itself. <laughs> I thought like literally that's what Good people were saying to me. Right? Yeah. Um, I, we are, look, I think what we like to do is bring the right people together in a room and then great things happen. And, you know, there are so many things that I've watched materialize at the different things that we put together that are great for the people in the room. And I love that. That's great. Like, and, and by the way, people always give them back to us. It's like, it's, you know, very mutually beneficial. So, by the way, so, someone's here. Let's not tell them about the rule with the phone. Okay. And then the phone Let rings. them violate. No, I'm, yeah, so, I'm saying, so who got to take the, who got to take the cushion for the doorbell? That's a great question. My push-up skills aren't bad now. I mean, I could, you know, I'm, you know, it's Push-ups not, and push-ups oh, are two different things. Yes, yeah, forgot. I've, Who's taking that for the doorbell? <laughs> it's a great question. I'm thinking about that. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. Yeah, let's get, I, I, think it's only, I think it's only fair that somebody takes it. Right. You know, you know everybody. Has, has it been anyone that you were like in awe of meeting? You guys know this answer, and this is the real answer. When you do what you've done for so long. Michael Jordan. I mean, love, love him, lots of respect. That, you know, but it just you, you're in those no circles. You yeah, don't really. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just. I don't know. How about you guys? Anybody? I almost fainted. Meeting Michael? Yeah. Well, I, I was playing against him. And how'd he you ca- play? How'd you play? I killed him for like them to 38, and he came in after the game and grabbed me from behind. Good game, motherfucker. Good game. I like that. And I turned around, like Black Jesus, and I almost passed out. But he caught me. I almost passed out. Seriously. I love that. Yeah. How about you? No, I haven't necessarily fanned out. I mean, again, a lot of respect and admiration for people, but, you know, luckily, you know, came to L.A. in, in 98 and kind of been blessed enough to be and meet amazing people. I mean, I you know, take it for granted, get a chance to meet you and meet a lot of people, but similar to you, just respect it and, and enjoy meeting different types of people. Right back at you. know, I think when I was younger, by the way, I was, like if you asked me this 20 years ago, for sure, like I wasn't used to just it being my everyday job, but at this point... There's really, you meet everybody in the sports entertainment. Everyone comes through eventually. Um, and so it, you just kind of get used to it. But it's, you know, I'm lucky to do it, by the mm-hmm. way. It's more like who do I learn the most from? And I have a lot of really good friends that I learn a ton from. Like that's kind of the thing that gets me excited. Like when you have a great meeting with somebody and like you walk away so much smarter from that meeting, like that's mm-hmm. fun for me. Yep, absolutely. Uh, a born hustler, first million was made at 16. Uh, bought a Porsche before you had a license. Uh, started selling... Vegetable seeds at eight. I mean, use squeak, uh, use ski equipment as a teenager. I was did, selling seeds at a young age too. Different kinds. Just, just different kinds. Yeah, yeah different years could have had you locked up. Yeah, sure, his was just sure. having to yeah, make money. Right. But by the way, if I grew up in a different way, mine would have had me locked I, up too. I see. That's <laughs> that, that, keep, keep, keep it. Keep it. Keep it. I say this to my friends all the time. Like, yeah. I grew up in a very middle class family. I had two parents that were doctors. You know. You know. Like we. Like we lived a. You know, I, you know, and by the way, the house that I grew up in today cost a half a million dollars. So it wasn't like we, didn't, we were truly middle class. But like, if I grew up in a tough environment, I'm sure I would have been selling drugs. Mm-hmm. Just keep it real. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a hustler. You, you would have been good at it. I agree. <laughs> would have been great. But where'd, uh, where'd your mentality come from just to want to start making money at an early age? You know, I think, honestly, you do what you're good at. And I always believe you got to do things that you love. So knowing that I was like a god-awful shitty student and knowing that I was the least coordinated person on planet Earth, like you gravitate to what you're good at. I was good at working, so I, lo- I just loved it from when I was a young kid. And, you know, I was, I kind of was born with it, to be honest. I kind of had that entrepreneurial spirit. And, um, you know, if you're good at it, you just keep working on your craft. The great thing about business, by the way, different than sports, and you guys look the way you guys are reinvented yourself now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the great thing about business is, there's no, you, like, I hope I can be the sharp when I'm 80 or 90. And I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, and I think the second I stop doing it, I think I'd die. Mm. Wow. I agree. I, I can understand that. Yeah. And you feel like there's no more to learn. Yeah. Can you remember a pivotal decision or a what if in any early business moves you made? Well, I made so many dumb ones as a kid. Like, I mean, but I, you learn from those. Yeah. But I mean, I've like, 
I mean, I almost went bankrupt, you know, 10 different times in my life. Um, you know, I've run out of money multiple times in my younger days. Um, I've, you know, I mean, I had it when I was 16, I run out of money for like the second time. I had a, I had a three month string where the sheriff became my homie because she would drop off the lawsuits each day from the 150 people that were suing me, from the 150 ski vendors that I owed money to. It's like, <laughs> I've seen it all. So, but those are great experiences. By the way, you know, six months later, I bought another ski shop that went out of business for, I bought $200,000 of inventory for $13,000, bought it from a neighbor at $1,000 a week interest, hustled that inventory out. Three weeks later, paid all the, the money I owed back and like became, you know, by the time I was 21, I was doing over $100 million a year selling closeout footwear. So like to me, every failure always leads to the next success. Uh, and I've like, I was just saying this today, it's kind of crazy. Like I kind of like failing sometimes. I mean, I know that sounds demented, but like those are great learnings. You mm -hmm. try to obviously not fuck up the really big things, but like failing's like, you just want to fail fast and quick and then learn from that experience and grow. And mm -hmm. you know, obviously look, I, I want to have more wins than I have losses, but like, if you're not failing a decent amount in business, right. you're not trying right. to. Well, to me, it's not, I've never looked at losses or lessons, you know, as long as you For can sure. apply something, you know, from what you lost about, so. And by the uh, way, I'll go back and analyze the shit out of it. Like, you know, what did I do wrong? Why did I get it wrong? Why did I do this? And then I learn and I'm better as a result of mm -hmm. it. Uh, if you had one piece of advice for young entrepreneurs, what would that be? Um, so many people are scared to fail. It's stupid. Like, go for it. Like, you just got to go. Like, if you sit there wondering, like, is this going to work? Should I do this? Like, what's going to happen if it doesn't work? Like, keep asking what if you're never going to get anywhere in life. You just got to go for it. Probably I'll, give, I'll throw one more on there. You got to get great people around you. Like, one of my best skill sets is attracting, like, the right people to, like, learn from, grow from, work together. So to me, it's like, you know, my entire strategy is, like, I'm going to outwork everybody. I'm going to have some pretty good common sense. And I'm just going to go for it with great people around me. And I think if you do those few things, I think your odds are pretty good. Yeah, I think that's a lot of problem with athletes. And I, I, I even put myself in the category. We don't, it's not that we don't know, but we don't put ourselves around the right people till we retire. And some, for some people, it's too late. So we right? talked a lot about that today. And I, I agree. I could tell you talent as an athlete only takes you so far. Mm -hmm. um, I think the right people around you get you to where you want to go. And if you have the right people around you, they'll help you to achieve what you want. If you have the wrong people around you, they'll take you to places you mm. don't want to be. Mm -hmm. So to me, um, that's probably been, I suck at a lot of things. By the way, I suck at a lot of things. I mean that. Um, I've been pretty good at attract, attracting people around me that, that, that have been additive to my life. That's right? a gift. It, it, it is a gift. a gift. And I gotta tell you something, it's a gift that keeps giving. Mm. So to me, um, so many people get themselves in trouble because they don't have the right people giving them good input. And so I actually... I think one of the responsibilities I have at Fanatics and in, in the position I'm in is to try to, you know, be helpful to others. And by the way, people helping me all the time too. Like, not, it's not just like in the early days. People are helping me today all the time. But I think the right people around is everything. That is, every, you get the right people around, it's a completely different outcome than if you have the wrong people around. So mm -hmm. same talent, right people versus wrong people, mm -hmm. completely changes your outcome. Yeah, an outcome. Question real quick, and I, and I want to ask you this from a business perspective because that's what you excel in, the Ja Morant situation. Not necessarily what he did or what he's done, but as someone who builds brands, can you speak to why what he's doing is, obviously, because I, I feel like there's so many people that are back and forth, he didn't break laws, he didn't do this, Obviously, there, there's a, a moral clause when you're in the NBA, and, and someone in his, he, you know, he's the next to kind of carry the flag for the league. So speak yeah. from a business side of why what he's doing is setting him back. Well, first, like, it's actually great that you asked that question because I've been thinking about that one in the last couple of days and the, what you just said, having the right people around versus not having the right people around. Look, my belief is this one's going to unfortunately hurt him more than he'd like it to, but I think it'll also help him and that he'll really learn and grow from this. Like, I don't think he's making this mistake a third time. Now, sometimes, by the way, people could just be fundamentally flawed people. I've spent a little time with him, not a lot of time with him. He seems like a good guy. Um, you know, I just, it's, it goes back to who you pick to have around you. I think he's now going to get out of the situation and say, fuck, this really hurt. And it's going to teach him that lesson that says, okay, I got to pick more carefully the people that I have around me that help me go to where I want to go, not to where I get, I keep getting taken to. So, Look, Ja is, you know, incredibly important to the sport of basketball. He's mm -hmm. one of the most talented players in the universe. And, um, you know, my hope and belief, not just hope, my belief is that this will end up being a good experience for him. And, um, you know, I, I hope that he, 
you know, does get the right people around him. And look, sometimes you see people who just can't get it through their head. And, you know, it's hard. You come in, like, think about the way a lot of people grow up who play sports. And then mm-hmm. you come into this incredible fame and success and money. And, you know, everyone can listen to this, can say, oh, that's bullshit. Like, but he's still a kid. And, like, you know, he needs support to help make better decisions. So, um, you know, but I believe he'll get there. I really do. The things we were doing at 23, we lucky we didn't have social media. I've done worse. For sure. <laughs> I've done worse, way worse. And, and while I was in the NBA, I made mistakes. I think he'll be fine, but taking the game away from him, that's going to help him. Being suspended 30 games from that brawl shit, like that, with me, that made me sit down and really look at, do I really want to play basketball? Do I want to be at home with the rest of my friends? So I think taking the game away from him for a little while will help him rethink uh, the, uh, the blessing he has. You're 100% right. By the way, if they didn't, give him something that was meaningful, then I think he would think he could keep doing it and he wouldn't make the changes that he needs to make. Right. Um, but I say this with um, huge respect and love for him. I want him, you know, playing as soon as he's ready to play, uh, except when he plays the Sixers. Other than that, when he plays the Sixers, <laughs> I think the actual right suspension should be he's not suspended other than for all games against the Sixers. <laughs> I think that would be a fair approach. I think it's logical. It's like he keeps getting reminded of his actions and then he just, you know, when we play, you know, few times a year, then... Uh, Take a seat. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's an innovative suspension. There player. you go. It might work. Back to ownership in the NBA. Uh, NBA's 70% black. What, what's your take on only having one owner? I think you need more diversity for sure. I think diversity is so important. I mean, if I look at the, co- the way we built our company, um, you know, we have, we, have, we have, you know, a very diverse leadership team. I think it's important. Like, look, at the end of the day, we have a business that's dependent on, you know, 70 or 75% of our revenues derived from black and brown athletes. We better have a um, team that's, you know, representative of that. So I think um, we need to keep pushing for more. Um, I think there's not been enough progress made. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of the problems is I, I think, you know, I'm excited when I see, I have so many friends that are, you know, that are doing well now that I think, you know, could afford to be owners over time. But I think, you know, look, you want majority owners, not just minority owners. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's I think it's coming, but not fast enough. And I think you need more of it. Look, if you're in a sports business and the business is built around black and brown athletes, like you, you, you have to, you know, you have to build your team around that as well. I have to give you- From ownership down. I have to give you some of uh, your flowers too, because just to be able to see uh, owner be transparent and embrace you know, rappers, other athletes, and be able to spend time with them and enjoy it. We, like, we, we've never seen that. Like, and I've been on NBA teams where I've never even met the owner, right? So, uh, to, so to see that is refreshing as an NBA athlete. So first, thank you. Number two, I'm stunned by how painful so many rich, out-of-touch people are. Right. Like, I mean, just keep this real. I mean, there are a lot of people. I know so many people are so financially well-off, and I'm like, I couldn't spend a half an hour with them because I'd want to, like, literally just crawl out of my own skin. It's so boring. Right. I mean, like, for me... Like, I feel like I'm lucky to spend time with all the guys I do. And again, I'm always, you know, I'm having fun. I'm learning. I'm growing. They're learning. They're growing. So to me, it's like win-win. I'll tell you a funny story, actually. Um, This year, the Sixers asked me to come in. And and as you guys probably remember, once a year, they bring in an outside guest um, that would speak to the team um, for the team to learn from. And, you know, Daryl and, and, and Doc actually said to me, listen, just, I want to forewarn you, like these guys are going to, their eyes are going to be rolling. They're going to have no interest. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to, they're going to be asleep. I said, guys, you're so dead wrong. Mm-hmm. I had, I, so I had a meeting with, the, the meeting was scheduled for an hour. I had to, I flew in from New York, had to get back to New York because it was at a practice facility. And after an hour and 15 minutes, probably I had 50 questions. Everyone's writing notes, asking questions. So like to me, you know, that's just the good stuff when you get related to people. We need more relatable owners yes. in sports. We need younger owners in sports. Like, it's very hard to look at somebody who's, you know, and look, my biggest mentor's probably been Robert Kraft, but he's an anomaly, right? He's mm-hmm. an 81-year-old guy who's got the heart of a 25-year-old. He gets it, though. Right, he's relatable. You go talk to Robert, he'll sit here and talk to you guys all day mm-hmm. long. And by the way, he's like me. He doesn't want to talk to the boring, rich guy who, like, you know, he's <laughs> right. just, like, yeah, been there, done that. Mm-hmm. So, um but that's just the way I'm built. And again, I, I don't know how you build a consumer business. Like, how could I actually be successful building fanatics? And by the way, I got lots of work to do to be more successful. But how could I be successful doing it if, um, you know, I wasn't relatable and learning from people around me all day? Mm-hmm. So, you know, to me, I'm like, I'm lucky to, like, I love walking to locker rooms, talking to people. And, you know, it was actually fun. For the first time ever, after um, 
I had a good memory of playing the Celtics at the end of the year this year in the regular season. Um, I walked in the Celtics locker room because now I was an owner. I was comfortable. And I went in to see Grant Williams and I went in to see Jalen Brown. I went in to see Tatum. And like, by the way, Grant's talking to me about business and Jalen Brown's talking to me about business. They're both on the, you know, NBPA executive committee. And like, I love seeing the way these guys, and they're asking questions and they want to build their business mm-hmm. and they want to keep, you know, building what they're building. Like to me, that's so exciting. Well, I think that that's, New, because we came in during a generation, late 90s, early 2000s, where business and all that wasn't a conversation in the locker room. But like you said, now it's, it's, it's an everyday thing. Not it's only it's, it's, it's team meetings, in the locker room, shooting the shit, investments. And I think that's dope. And obviously that's going to help break the stereotype and stigma and, and actual facts of athletes going broke. Before it was something that wasn't spoke of and it wasn't cool to know all this. But now it's like, okay, everyone wants to do it. So it's a little bit cooler. Every, and, and look... <clears throat> The business guys want to be like the athletes. The rappers want to be like the 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 the, the athlete. Everyone wants to be the other person, but like that's good because everyone's learning from each mm-hmm. other. And and um, look, people have platforms. Say social media's changed for the most part for the good because people have big platforms where they can communicate directly with their fans, or ultimately, you know, they can build businesses through social media. Um, that's also made people. It's also the shit you talked about that none of us could get away. You know what I did. You know, because we we're all kind of same age-ish. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, we couldn't get away with that. Yeah, you know? he's a little younger than us. Yeah. You got mad at me when I go ahead, never mind. No, I, 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 I'm just trying to be younger, so I'm just trying to. <laughs> yeah. you know, I think I'm 25, so it's just me trying to. You and Jack bring, went to high school at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's fucked up, but I'm 45. Yeah, I'm, I'm 50. <laughs> 20, maybe I'm like I think we I'm, look good yeah. for our age. Yeah, we I look agree. Good for our age. The dye in my hair is working. The, <laughs> <laughs> the shot I take to be skinny, all that shit's working. Like the drugs come in. All the longevity drugs, they're good. I can't wait. Thank God I'm only 50 now. The longevity drugs, I'm a yeah. big believer in all this stuff. <laughs> Better work. Uh, we gotta invest hard in longevity I'm drugs. Saying, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need the plug on those when yeah, I leave. Yeah, me too. too. They're good, by the way. I'm a huge, by the way. There's nothing other <laughs> than fanatics. Good. There's nothing I believe more in than the, the, the weight loss drug, the hair dye, and the longevity drugs. I'm, 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 and by, I've never had Botox yet, but I'm ready to go. Outside of the hair dye, I'm with you. You don't need the hair dye? No, I'm just, I like my salt and pepper coming in. I'm good yeah, with that. Yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah. I it just, ain't gonna help me. Yeah, you, 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 it's over for you? It's over. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> I'm glad you took it like a, I'm, I'm glad you took it like a champ. Yeah, I'm not taking it like that. I'm taking it like a champ. You've been a champion in the criminal justice reform. You were um, key in getting Meek out. How did your passion start for that? And how did you and Meek form that relationship where you cared that much to help get to help to get him out? Yeah, well, I had no passion for it before I met Meek. Thanks. Okay. Um, and so it's not, don't give me too much credit. But really, <laughs> like, what happened was Meek had become one of my closest, you know, boys um, you know, we were hanging for, I don't know, probably four years, you know, pretty regularly. I was talking to him on the phone most days and you were just, you know, he's my, he was my boy. And, um, you know, look, I think everyone knows the story, but he, you know, he called me and by the way, he changed both our lives. He called me that, um, Monday morning he says, Hey, can you come to court with me today? I said, do you really want me to? He's like, yeah, I want you to see what happens when a black person goes to, you know, to court. I was like, do you really want me to come? He's like, um, yeah, I really want you to come. And so I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, and he, we talked about him like, he, like you popped a wheelie on a motorcycle. Like you're fine. Like you're not, you know, like you're going to be fine. And he had this crazy ass judge. Uh, I mean, she was crazy as could be. Mm-hmm. So I went to court with him that day. And um, I watched a probation officer recommend no sentence. I watched a district attorney recommend no sentence. And then I watched a judge fight with the probation officer, district attorney. And ultimately he, by the way, they asked me to get up and speak. I talked about my, my relationship with him, how he knew my mom. He's been around Adam Silver and Robert Kraft and all the, Rob Manf, all the commissioners. Like he'd been around my world. Like, yeah, this guy's not perfect, but like, nor am I. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I thought I gave an incredible speech to the judge, by the way. <laughs> like, I, like I, I thought I was like, I was like, I'm killing it here. She's like, I got her. Like, she's not even looking at me. And um, she sent him in prison for two to four years. And that was the most out of control I ever felt in my life. Because like when you're in business, by the way, this is in Pennsylvania where I'm from, where I've created probably 10,000 jobs, okay? Like I would think my word would mean something. And she sent him in prison for two to four years. And I was like, no, this ain't happening. So 
I didn't care until that second. By the way, the craziest thing was me called me three hours later and I get a call. Like I was calling everybody. I was calling the governor, the mayor, the attorney general. I'm calling everyone. Like I thought I'd have, a, have, a, have him out of prison in a couple of weeks. Like getting a black person out of jail, it ain't easy. Let me mm. just tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you that right now. Um, so I was lucky. I was sitting uh, in the court next to Desiree Perez, the CEO of Rock Nation, who's Jay-Z's partner. And I, I looked at Meek and I looked at his, his, his mom as they were taken to prison. I said, look, I'm not going to stop until... Um, I get you out of prison and, and Desiree says, hey, I'm Desiree Perez. We spoke on the phone once. Um, you know, I'm not going to stop till I get him out of prison either. I said, great, let's do this together and let's go. And, you know, the first couple of months was only about getting him out of prison. I didn't understand the system. I didn't care about it. And then when um, we'd hired maybe the 20th investigator that was going back and looking, and me kept saying to me, like, I know you're focused on killing this judge because you're, you, what, you, what you saw was so wrong. I never did what, what I was originally charged of. He was charged for pointing a gun at multiple police officers. Now, I think you guys would probably tell me if you point a gun at multiple police officers- He wouldn't be here That's right called now. suicide. Yeah. Right. And so he's always said I didn't do it. So we, after a couple months into it, we started interviewing the police officers. The first cop said, oh no, he never pointed the gun. This, the, the whole thing's a lie. We said, huh? He's like, yeah, he didn't point the gun. We're like, we signed an affidavit. He's like, yeah, but you know our entire squad was like stealing money from like drug dealers. We've, we've all been fired, gone to jail. And so um, mm, at mm, that mm. point, I called Meek. By the way, the Eagles were playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I called Meek. I said, great news. You're getting out of prison in the next couple of days. I explained the whole thing. The cop came forward. It took another three months to get him out of jail. And that between those three months is when we said, wait a second. When you finally get out of prison, we have to do, do this. This is like, by the way, you were sent to prison, like, God, and I'm not a religious person, but like, you got sent to prison for a reason. Oh, yeah. We got to take this and we got to turn this into something. We got to fix this for the millions of voiceless people. And so we've had a pretty big impact. I mean, we started the Reform Alliance, you know, the year he got out of prison. We've raised, you know, well over $100 million. I put tens of millions of my own money into it. Um, now, Fanatics, my company, is a huge you know, supporter of it. And we've already created a pathway for 650,000 people that are on probation and parole that shouldn't be to get, um, you know, out of the system. Because what happens is when you're stuck on probation and parole stuck, like Meek yeah. was, you keep getting sent back. And by the way- For dumb stuff. I'll tell you this right That's now. That's big business. That's how they keep you in the system. It's true. And if you put me on probation and parole, by the way, Meek was on it for 12 years. He had another, uh, he had another, I think eight or 10 to go. He was, he was like his entire adult life on probation. You put me on probation and parole for two years, I'm, I'm fucking something up. Mm -hmm. So and by the way, I'm pretty sophisticated. So, you know, <laughs> like there's just, no, there's, there's, no, there's no way that anyone who lives any life, like maybe a saint could like be on probation or parole. Yeah, it, ain't, it ain't me. So um, I feel great about what we've done. And, and we've also attacked the most straightforward part of the criminal justice system because with crime rates going back up, like bail is a really complicated issue. Like, you know, I'm not trying to say, hey, a violent offender who, you know, should, you know, be off a of bail. I'm not getting into that. Like, what I'm saying is like, look, at the end of the day, it is mathematically proven that first 25% of people that go to prison and jail each year are coming from probation and parole for mm, technical violations. They did not commit a crime. Mm -hmm. They were late to see their probation. I met somebody who got married without authorization and got sent to jail for it. Okay, Meek used to go pick his kid up and I used to listen to the probation officer say, if you pick your kid up, I will send you to prison because he lived in Philadelphia and his kid went to school in New Jersey. So like probation is supposed to help rehabilitate you. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to do is get the people off that shouldn't be on probation parole and then have the probation officers. And by the way, there's many, so many great probation officers and parole officers, mm -hmm. have them focus on helping rehabilitate the people that really need that rehabilitation. So I think we're doing great work. It's a team sport. There's mm -hmm. lots of great organizations working together. Um, I think like, look, having me go to prison for this, having Jay-Z as your founding partner, mm -hmm. Robert Kraft, Dope. you know, Meek, you know, we got an all-star team. We got a great, I mean, we have so many great it's people. Clara Tassai with that. Clara Tassai is amazing. Mm -hmm. Mike Novogratz, um, John and, and Laura Arnold. Laura Arnold has been like, she's so helpful with this, spend so much time on this. Um, we've had, I mean, Jack Dorsey's given a ton of money to this organization. Um, it, it's just, it, it's, it's honestly, I look back and say, because I always, I keep saying I'm never going to start anything new again, and I keep starting new things. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the things I'm, 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 you know, we got a lot of work to do, but I'm proud of the progress we've it's made. Dope. Some states even uh, stopping cash bail because people coming to jail with enough cash to bail out. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? They stopping that in some states. So it's, it's getting really out of can. hand. Look, look, the problem with the criminal justice system is it doesn't make sense. You just like bring business logic to it. Like, like why would Meek? Meek was like, 
he hadn't committed a crime. He'd done his two years in jail for not for pointing the gun that he didn't point at the multiple police officers when he was 19, 20, 21. You know, I met him at 27 or something like that. He'd been on probation for another six years. I lived through him being on probation for another, you know, six years in addition to the six he was already on. So it, just, it made no sense. By the way, mm -hmm. he's making tens of millions of dollars at this point. He, he's he's creating lots of jobs for people. And we got this guy on probation. Like, what? Bullshit. Yeah, it makes mm -hmm. sense. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. So as we stated earlier, you left the Sixers about a year ago to be uh, run Fanatics full-time, recently bought a sports book. Uh, congratulations, Mitchell and Ness. Uh, what's what's in the future for Fanatics? Are you guys content? What, 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 what's, what's going yeah, well, on with everything you're yeah, doing? Yeah, well, first, we're just getting started. I mean, I feel like I've been at this for 11 years. I feel like this is, you know, anyone. You know, I wouldn't even say early first quarter. Um, you know, we have three businesses today. The first business is our merchandise business. We call it Fanatics Commerce. In that business, we do own Mitchell Ness. We own Lids. Um, you know, obviously, flagship Fanatics brand. We operate all of the leagues, e-commerce businesses. So you go to NFL Shop, NBA Store, NHL Store, MLB Store, 900 individual team sites. But our biggest site's Fanatics. Um, it's primarily a direct-to-consumer business. Uh, and by the way, we've grown from $250 million uh, when I started to over $6 billion this year in that division. And we're just starting. And by the way, there's so many things we need to do better. Like I look every day and say like, not what are we doing well? What are we not doing well? How do we get packages to customers more quickly? How do we improve everything that we do? And we got a lot of things we need to do better. Like, you know, we're, we're, we are far from a perfect company, uh, but we're working our asses at it every single day and just getting better every day. That's our first business. 
Second business, the collectibles business, which is really trading cards. That's a really exciting business. Today we own Tops, so we operate the baseball trading card business, F1, Bundesliga, UEFA, but soon we have the NBA rights coming over, the NFL mm. rights coming over, UFC launches January 1st, WWE, all the college rights. So it's super exciting Jeez, business. Um, cornered. Yeah, I'm having I a blast it. with that. That's so dope. And then we just we just started in, in the online sports betting business. We launched in Tennessee and um, Ohio. Uh, we've got Massachusetts coming soon. Um, and I'm, look, we'll be in all the states within a year. And um, look, I think for fanatics, you know, what's our dream? Like, what are what's our North Star? We want to have that fanatics app where you can go and you can get your merchandise. Every one-stop shop. Yeah, you, it's, it's one-stop shop. You can get your merchandise. You can get your collectibles. You can trade them. You can you can bet your, on your sports. You can watch live sports. Now that's really dope, man. I, I love it. Again, like the way your mind works. I mean, every time you talk about something or a situation, you talk about learning. And it just seems like you're constantly learning and, and also giving back, which I think is dope. And to well, us, if you don't, you're dead. Right. And the second you, the second I stop learning, I'm irrelevant and useless in like a mm. mid pasture. Mm-hmm. So, in 2013, you said fanatics will be worth 10 billion by 2020. You were wrong. It was worth more. It was worth 30 billion. Um, what's the goal here? Obviously, to have a one-stop shop, would it ever to sell, or is this something? No, that's ne- just, ne- never, never sell. No, never sell. We'll be a public company in, in the midterm. You know, not near term, like not in the next. You know, quarters, but not. It's not long term either. It'd be mm-hmm. you know over the next you know several years, we'll become a public company. Uh, I want to do this till I die. I think right. we have a massive opportunity. For me, um, this sounds weird. It, it actually will kind of make sense. It's like money is a kind of a way of keeping score of how you're performing. So for me, what's the North Star? Hundreds of millions of fans, maybe billions over time that are, you know, just love using the Fanatics product and everything we do. And to be great, not good. Like right now, there are a lot of things we do I think we're mediocre at. That's not acceptable. We need to be great. We need to keep pushing them up. And so, um, you know, I look at that and I'm just like, okay, how do we deliver packages to customers more quickly? How do we make sure that every product we sell is perfect for a customer? How do we make sure customers delight it when they buy from us? How do we, like, look at the innovation we just did in trading cards. I don't know if you guys saw this. Yeah. Like, and it was actually, it's actually a great story because we bought Tops 15 months ago and, um, you know, the CEO uh, 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 of our, tr- our collectibles business, Mike Mahan, said, hey, I've got this great idea. He said, I want to take, every time a, a rookie debuts, plays their first game, I want to put a patch on their jersey for that first game and then take that patch and make a one-on-one card. Mm-hmm. And we went to, to Tops. And by the way, we, we make all the baseball uniforms. So anytime you buy a bit, you know, we make everything Nike in baseball, in um, football, in college. So when you buy a Aaron Judge jersey or an Otani jersey from us, um, you know, we're making all of that, that, that product. And so I thought it was a great idea. And the team said, like, are you kidding me? Do you think baseball is never going to let you put a patch on it? This is, the, 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 this is a dumb idea. I called up Rob Manford. I'm like, Rob got a great idea. I think we should put a patch on a jersey. He's like, so how's it going to work? Explain it to him. He's like, Rob and Noah Garner were like, go, let's go. It was wow, done on the spot. And so, so like, dope. because of the position we're in, we can innovate. And that was a great innovation. Now we're creating three to 500 because there's three to 500 baseball players debuting per year. We're creating these one-on-one cards. It's an amazing product. Mm. We're innovating that business like crazy. Like, no one's ever marketed the collectibles business before. Like, you guys, you, you guys weren't marketed. You guys were like, mm-hmm. you signed cards because you got mm-hmm. paid, you know, yep, a right. buck a card or three mm-hmm. bucks a card to, yep. to, to sign. Panini. Right, right. And for us, like, none of this is acceptable. Like, I look at our partnership with athletes as pivotal to what we do. We have a couple thousand athletes that I think we can build up. We, we can, like, help them communicate with fans. They can help us communicate with our fans better. We want to, like, completely innovate the experience of how we do. By the way, when we launch a new launch in trading cards now, we treat them like the video game launches, like who we name into the cover. Mm, that's dope. You know, yeah. like, you know, it's experience. an honor when you get it's named to the cover. Right, it's an right. experience. Yeah, Absolutely. So, 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 and then in the gaming business, we're, in, the, in the online sports betting business, we're just starting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's so much for us to do. Um, and that's why probably I work like a maniac right now because I'm just every second so thinking about what, what, we're, what we're not getting right, what we need to keep improving on. I know we're up against the clock. We're coming down to the end. I'm going to give you a few names. Just give me a few words to describe this pers- these people. Jay-Z. Um, beast. So much respect for. I learned so much from him. Um, and people think of him as an artist. He's absolutely, a, he's an artist. He, he's a business person with a platform which is him being an artist. Um, I can't say enough great things about him. He is, he always does the right, and this is more than a few words, but I'll just tell you, he's like one of my most respected and favorite people on planet Earth. Um, he, he'll always jump into a fight to do the right thing 
for, for his people. Um, he cares so much. Like me, he doesn't, he wants to, you know, he doesn't care about money. He just wants to win and do the mm -hmm. right thing. And um, watching what he's done in business is just, it, it's inspirational, it's aspirational. And he's helped us a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I remember sitting with him, I'll tell you a great story. I sat with him last summer. Um, we were actually having a meet, me, him and Baber at my house talking. And um, I was talking about, you know, that we own lids. And I was saying, like, I was worried about, like, where headwear was going. He's like, Michael, you're not even thinking of headwear the right way. He's like, like, you get dressed, a hat goes on your head. That's part of your wardrobe. Like, you don't think about headwear that way. I went back to our, our lids team. I'm like, we're not thinking about this the right way. And here's Jay-Z teaching me about, I don't know, a billion, a, a business, more than a billion dollars that lids is. And Jay-Z's teaching me about mm -hmm. the headwear business. That's Jay. He's that good. Drake. Uh, another beast. You know, what, what, one of the, you know, most incredible artists in the planet. Um, great friend. Um, a blast. Have so much fun with him. Um... Hate his Raptors, fucking hate him. <laughs> no, no, my my worst memory of Drake is um, in the middle of Game Seven in the playoffs. He sends me a picture of himself wearing Sixers shorts. He said, "I'm coming for you." As soon as I saw him in the Sixers shorts, I said, "We're losing this fucking game." That mm. jinx ass motherfucker. Just put <laughs> just just put on these shorts, and I knew it was a wrap. And right. by the way, I've never seen someone Facetime me more times than me ignore him more than after that game. And he he didn't wait. He had he had no chill. We just lost Kawhi's. Hit the shot, the bang, bang, bang. Correct. Mm -hmm. And he Facetimed every two seconds, and I just never picked up. I just went home depressed. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Kevin Hart, um, hardest working guy I know. There's nobody. With you're, a workout. you're taller than him, right? What's that? You're taller than him? Um, slightly, yeah. Okay. He's, by the way, he's the only person that actually <laughs> makes me feel tall is, is K-Hart. Um, you know, great friend. You know, I think I work like an animal. He works like I he's work. Beast, he, he, yeah. he, he is 24-7. Um, Whatever you call him, he's always picking the phone up. He's always hustling. You know, I'm sure you guys know we're doing Hard House together mm -hmm, here in California. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been a dream of his. And by the way, I wouldn't get involved. Talk about Kevin's influence on me. Kevin called me um, three years ago and said, hey, I've got this great idea. Uh, he said, I need you involved with it. And I said, Kev, like, look, I don't have time to do anything but fanatics. He says, look, I just think, you know, it's my idea. I want to do this, but I think you being involved would really help it. And by, he told me his idea, which is, look, he said, fast food is a huge category. He said, plant-based is where the world's going, healthier food, plant-based. And he said, I'm a marketing machine. I want to build Hard House. And of course, um, he, you know, you know, you listen to him talk, it was, his Very energy was contagious. Mm -hmm. So I did it, by the way, now Robert Kraft's involved with it as well, mm -hmm. who we just brought in. Um, so, you know, he's a beast. Um, I just talked to him last night. He was in Ohio, getting ready to go. He's on the move. Always shout on the move. Out, shout out Hard Ventures, Boss, the whole crew. Those, those are my people. But I'll tell you one thing, I'm on one outside board. Only one outside board. And I get asked to be on a board every week. Like literally some, some, some friend of mine, can you be on my board? Can you do this? I've never done a board other than my own companies. You know, my, you know basically fanatics. Kay Hart said to me, you, you're joining the heartbeat board for his production business. I said, do I have a choice? He said, nope, you're doing it. And you're going to help like crazy. I said, you know what? <laughs> Anything I've ever asked you to do, you've always done. So I'm in. Let's go. That's awesome. Little baby. Um, really interesting. Baby is so smart. And like you talk about growing up, you know, in different backgrounds. I mean, no one could have a different background growing up than maybe me and Baby. Um, you know, I don't actually. This will shock you. I don't actually listen to the words of music. I'm not. I don't have my attention span just. I can't. Like I don't know. A, this is no one believes this about me. But ask ask Baby, ask Meek, ask any of my real friends. They would say Michael is like there's something the matter with his brain. Like I don't know two lines to any song. And like even dreams of nightmares. Like I, you know, I know like the, the first mm -hmm. uh, sentence to it. And that, that's where I stop <laughs> um, because my, my head's just broken. But Baby's like, he's such a brilliant artist. And he's got, he also, great thing with Baby is like, we were just talking about this a couple of days ago. Um, when shit goes wrong for him, he just shakes off, he's right back at it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you know, he was just, you know, he, he you know, he, Look, he told the story already, so he's not going to get mad at me for telling it. He was just in the casino and a little bit out of control and calling me. He's like, fuck, I fucked up. And by the way, I'm right back at it. Like, let's go. Like, you know, he's just like right back to work. I'm just going to, mm -hmm. I'm going to outwork everyone. I'm going to hustle you everyone. Get back. Um, and I think he's one of, look, again, I, I don't really know music at all, but I, I, I see how talented he is. Mm. Uh, quick hitters. First thing to come to mind, let us know when we're finished. Going to get you up out of here. Um, when they make a movie about your life, who plays you? Nobody. I don't want to move about my life. I just want to keep living my life. But if it comes, hopefully, it'd be some young, good-looking dude at least. <laughs> there you go. Not someone who's accepting to be old and do the grays of it. I'm not accepting that shit. There you go. <laughs> Five dinner guests, dead or alive. 
five dinner guests dead or alive. I want them to be of all backgrounds. They'd probably be a lot of my friends today because we have such great conversations. I mean, you got to put Jay on it for sure. Um, you know, the only artist I've never met in my life, which is kind of crazy, is Eminem. So we got to throw him on there. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I know he's kind of introverted and doesn't leave his house. So, um, so I put him on there. Um, Phil Knight, so much respect for him. Mm -hmm. um, Robert Kraft, he's everywhere I go, so I got to have him at my dinner. <laughs> and you know, I just, I mean, Brady was so good today listening to him, I got to add Brady to it. So yeah. th those are my five. Solid Mars. five. But uh, I'm going to add a six. You know what I've got to spend a lot of time with recently? I'm so impressed with Kim K. Oh, I mean, really? She's a beast. Interesting. You know, I'm thinking, I just started thinking to myself, I was having a dinner with five guys, pretty pathetic. So we should have, we should have, we should have, we should have. She a, checks a like, lot of different boxes. Yeah, but, but Kim's a, Kim's a beast. I mean, mm -hmm. like, talk about her business acumen. Man, I mean, what? there's nothing happened for her by accident. Everything with Kim Grimes. is by grind, intellect. You know, she's been so helpful to the Reform Alliance. She just jumps in whenever we need her. We just went to uh, visit a prison in California together. We just uh, together paid off um, 50 moms who had- oh, I who, saw that. Yeah, who had, um, they'd been stuck on probation only because they couldn't afford to pay the restitution. Mm -hmm. um, she's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm doing six and adding Kim. Come on, man, do whatever the hell you want. Appreciate uh, that. <laughs> first trading card or most prized card in your possession? I need my phone. I got a card I'm going to show you right now. It's not out yet. It's going to blow your mind away. <clears throat> Hold on. So I'm going to tell you something. My guy's going to kill me for doing this. But I'm going to show you something that's going to freak you out. So tell me what's the oddest thing you know about Tom Brady, about sports. He likes to take pictures in his underwear. That's a good one, by the way, but that wasn't it. <laughs> um, so Tommy was drafted to play baseball. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you knew that? Yeah. Do you know that? Mm. Me neither. Um, so he did this one-on-one -on -one card. I really shouldn't be showing it, but I'm going to show it to you now. This is going on a set. So this is a one-on-one -on -one card. Read it. If baseball doesn't work out, thanks, always football? There's always football. Oh, there's always football. If baseball doesn't work out, there's always football. Wow. I mean, that's a pretty That's, that's a pretty close. Cool. What year is that? Um, I guess it was drafted in 2000. Here, you got to... It's, I mean, that, that guy's got... Push-ups, what are they called? Push-ups, yep. Let's go. I got the joints ready. Whoever it was. Montreal. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's a dope card right there. Yeah. Oh, he'll show you, he'll show you. Yeah, I probably should, but... <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Absolutely. All right. Good job for me to have something on my phone I shouldn't be releasing. There you go. If you could see one guest on our show, who would it be? But... But you have to help us get your answer This is going to be good, because this dude knows everybody. Yes. So this is... One guest on your show. You but know you have I want to, to help us get them. You know what I want to do more of these things? Robert Kraft, because he's so young at heart. And, 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 by, and by the way, I've told Robert, he should, I do one of these a month. Okay. And you know, I'm always meeting great people. I'm learning. They're fun. It lets us you know, connect with people that are important to us. Um, I think Robert would be amazing. That'd be dope. We'll go to him too. Whether it's For in the sure. Hamptons, wherever he's at, we'll, we'll be there. Well, Michael, man, we appreciate your time. Continue to inspire, continue to educate. Got him a uh, gift. Continue to be a great energy and light. And, oh, yeah, we got some uh, all the smoke gear for you. Thank you. Uh, this bag feels a little heavier. Is that a reason yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. Special yeah. guest, huh? Yeah, we're trying to get in. So, number one, um, thank you for the kind words. Let's, yes. Uh, all the there we go. There we go. Oh, doing good. There we go Let's right go. there. He's in there. All the smoke that store. Make sure you go. go shop. But no, but uh, honestly, thank you, man, again, to letting us in your house uh, and, and everything you do for the community, for our people in particular, uh, you know, sports, social justice, and business. Uh, we really appreciate you, man. Just being you. Right. You know what I mean? Thank you for warmly welcoming me in, and, yeah. and uh, I look forward to this being the beginning of a long relationship. Can't wait to see you do some push-ups. Here we go. <laughs> man, well, that's a wrap. All the smoke. Michael Rubens live from this beautiful home in L.A. You can catch us on Showtime Basketball YouTube and the iHeart platform, Black Effects. We'll see you all next week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.